And now, get ready for some idiots talking about shit. Here is, Justin, Tony, Dustin, Andy, and maybe Upside Down Tommy. It's Back Talk. What's up, everybody? Hey, it has been two long weeks now before we've seen y'all back here. First time somebody had the sniffles. We couldn't record. Everybody was too afraid to record without the master. So they couldn't record with me having the sniffles. And last week, something got all blown to hell. And and the podcast that we recorded that was awesome for y'all got corrupted so we couldn't put it out. But we are back today and this week. So thank you all for joining us. Let's kick this thing off. We've got three beers today because it's now been three weeks since we've seen you. Two weeks, but we need three beers for the two weeks we missed and one for today. So, three beers kicking this one off today. First, we got Hudang. Hudang from Quaffon Brewing Company. Just because, who dang, we had not seen you guys in forever. And not Tony, who dang, it's who dang. Second beer we got is Space Station Middle Finger. Because there's a couple people out there that I've dealt with over the past week that I really want to give the fucking middle finger to. And you know who you are, and you ain't worth me mentioning. Dustin knows who they are. And again, they ain't worth me mentioning, or Dustin mentioning, but fuck you guys. Finally, we're going to kick it off with some cinnamon six-foot blonde, because who doesn't like a spicy six-foot blonde? So here we go, everybody. Tits up. Let's go. I'm just going to say this. Did that say queef on? Quaffon. Now, it's funny because <laughs> when this brewery first came out, um, it's uh, Backwoods Brewing. That's their thing, uh, Quaffon, right? And and when I first saw it, I thought it was Queef, too. Um, but that, that, man, that cinnamon six-foot blonde, I've never had it. It's pretty damn good. It's a spicy blonde for sure. So that's a red, or, so it's a redhead downstairs blonde? I don't know, man. Maybe she's a fake blonde, but... You know, it's it's some good shit, but we're ready to go. Guys, that. how we doing? It's been, well, it's, for us, it's been a week. But for everybody else, it's been a couple weeks. So let's get back into it. Dustin, what's going on, my man? How you been? Oh, doing good. We had our first races at my local track this past week. Got rained out halfway through. We were all bummed, but... No, you can't do another one, Mother Nature. Um, other than that, just work and racing with uh, some guys on t- the guys on TDR and enjoying the time. I mean, not much else has happened in the two weeks. <coughs> work, 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 and try to make the money. Try to make that money. Well, you are money guns, ain't you? Got that stack in front of you? I mean, what's going on? Yeah, I why spent you... some of it last weekend. Oh <laughs> shit! Hopefully not on strippers and hookers, but if you did, uh, that's okay. Uh, looking at sponsoring some cars and maybe buying a car here in the future. See what happens. Oh, good Lord. Just another one for me to put a sticker on. Good to see you, man. I, I know you uh, were not involved, but at least I know you've heard about the drama over the last week. So um, with the big fucking middle finger to a couple people out there. Uh, 
<laughs> Tony, what's going on, my man? I, I know we gotta talk about something that you had to do, but but how, how you been here, man? I've been all right, and we don't have anything to talk about, whatever you're thinking, so it's okay. No, we don't have to mention anything. No, I'm nothing. I mean, you haven't been yeah. to the you haven't been to the spank bank lately. Yeah, we'll talk about that later on. I'm sure, but it's our. Right. I mean, to um, Tony. Tony likes all to. All right, you know, working. We took. I took. Go ahead, finish it. Come on, Tony likes the one. Oh, head to the spike bank. Spike <laughs> <laughs> bank. We'll get into that. Um, I took a little vacation last weekend. Um, we went to St. Louis, me and a fiance. It wasn't bad. Got rained out Thursday, sitting here in a hotel in the middle of a tornado warning. So it was a good time. Um, got to see St. Louis a little bit, did the touristy shit. You know, we went up to the arch and all that good crap. So yeah, good deal. Wasn't too bad. Good deal. Any, any, uh, spicy six foot blondes while you were on vacation? No, no alcoholic drinks at all. So I don't know what you're talking about. Because I'm only like five four, so I'm definitely not liking those six foot blonde. <laughs> Got legs that go for days. <laughs> <laughs> now Justin, I know you got some things you want to get into here. Uh we'll get into them in a little bit, but what's going on with you? Tell us about the uh broken ankle and if you've had any spicy six foot blondes here lately. Uh I am the spicy six foot blonde. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh but I don't queef. So Oh well are you sure? I like that word quaff. quaff. You know? Yeah, I not, don't know what it I means. Wanna... Yeah, it's like a drink, right? It's a quaff. Oh. Quaff on, drink on. I guess. Maybe. How's how's the ankle? Yeah, my ankle, uh, I still uh, feel it a little bit, but, uh, you know, it's okay. Thanks for asking. Thanks, we everybody a, out there, for caring. We have, we have a brand new background uh, out of you today, for those of you watching on the yeah. YouTube. I mean, it looks like maybe yeah, it's you, cool. you build one of those tiny houses. No, actually, this is a backdrop. I ordered it from Amazon. I, 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 uh, it's, uh, it's Shed. It's called Shed with Junk. That's what it was called. <laughs> Not actually that I'm in a shed with junk. That's just how good the background is. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Anything else going on with you? How's the music going? Uh, it's good. Um, I pretty much play five nights a week, uh, and that's, uh, that's all I do, so want to come see me in person and you know what Gloucester City, New Jersey is, you could probably find me there any given night, but Monday. Because on Monday, sure, And we got to make sure that they're following Justin, the performer, right, on Facebook so they know where you're going to be headed. Uh, go out. Yeah. If you're anywhere near, you know, the New Jersey area, head over to Gloucester, follow, you know, find out where Justin's going to be, go up, say hello, say, hey, I, I heard you on the podcast and, you know... Shake his hand. Maybe he'll he'll sign your tits or something. Yeah, I will. Male and, or female? How how many tits have you signed in your performing career? Zero. Oh Never shit! We got to change that. We have definitely got to change that. So somebody out there, go see Justin and get your tits signed. 
And we want Listen, to hear... I got a question for you. This isn't yeah. what I wrote down for stuff to talk about, but uh, what what would you rather do? Never sign like never sign tits or only get to sign the grossest tits? You mean like grandma titties? I don't know, just whatever you would consider gross titties. Like if you only got to sign those or if you didn't get to sign any of them. Oh boy. Loaded question. That really is. Dust, what do you say? Yeah, rather not sign them. Because you could one. still say you sign them, you know, to other people. You just don't have to say what they are. I mean, you right, know, right. I probably, I, I you, my you know, name, it might be hard. As, as you start out signing gross tits, you could use the, hey, I'm a great tit signer and have signed tits before to maybe turn around your luck. Yeah, but I'm saying in some magical way, like you it doesn't mean you're gonna parlay that into nice tit signing. Like, so it's like rubbing the genie. It's like rubbing the genie yes. and say, all I want to do is is sign tits, and he goes, okay, but he only gives you gross tits. Right, like otherwise you're you're dealing with a fucked up genie, you know. Oh, man. Like the devil went and got himself in a genie bottle, and you think it's a genie, but it's like he's got a catch on every one of your 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 wishes. Yeah, I mean if they're like belly button tits, I don't know. All right, you ever seen the ones where, like, they're real big nipples? They look like, you know, like sausage links? Yeah, like dinner plates. Now, not the dinner plate ones. Not the wide areolas where most of the tip of the boob is the areola and the, bo- and the nipple, but, like, ones that are just, like, the nipple itself is, like, long. Oh, like a six-foot six long nipple. Yeah. Yeah, that queeps. That queeps. That quaps. I don't know. Tony, what would you do? Would you rather sign tits or no tits? I mean, I don't know. That's that is a tough one. So, but I mean, I mean, even if they are, you know, sagging, but they're, they're still tits. So I guess you're still signing tits. So either way, I'd have right. to go. So that's the rep of signing tits. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Justin? I, feel like I mean, you... it's your question. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm not, you know. Yeah, probably. I'm down. I'm down with signing tits because I could still say I signed tits. I mean, because because maybe you've taken one for the team anyway, right? So we've, all, you know, some right. of us have been there, taking one for the team. So it's not like something you haven't done before. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I would. And say Dustin's yes. up there looking like I've never taken one for the team. Well, I take one for the team. I just don't know about that. <laughs> that's, that's a bridge too far. Yeah, what's too, what, what's too far as far as like taking one for the team? Now we're getting into a whole other subject other than we're what we're wanted to talk about. But look, what what is too far as far as taking one for the team? Well, does everybody have a taking one for the team story that we could share, and maybe we could find out whose story is most fucked up and or most charitable <laughs> you know um i honestly can say i don't think i've ever actually taken one for the team that's been bad you know it's just, yeah i mean i've just had i've just had some you know not embarrassing anyway i mean or anything like that i mean yeah just young dumb full of cum wanna doesn't, doesn't really matter if it's got you know i mean we've all done stupid shit <laughs> just depends if yeah. you took one for the team or not i mean 
But it, it, you know, it depends on what you're defining as taking one for the team, too, right? Correct. So if if you're taking if your de- definition of taking one for the team is like I took the ugly girl so that Tony could go have fun with the six foot blonde, then I don't exactly. know that I I don't know that if I I've had that. But if you say taking one from the team is just taking one for the whole man generation, and and you know hit, hitting the not so attractive woman that I've done like that. jumping on the grenade, you know? Yeah, like that kind of thing. I mean, that would sure. be the most. That would be the most um, celebrated one. You'd be the coolest if you jumped on a you know grenade and literally took the grenade, but. Yeah, taking one for the team is like, uh, you know, you gotta somebody's gotta help the heavy set friend out, you know. That yeah, I don't, I don't know if I've been in that situation, but I've definitely been in the situation of, you know, for all mankind, so to speak, taking one for the team. I mean, I've taken one for the team, like with friends, like, hey, they got a friend, you let's double date and all that, going into blind dates. And, but I, yeah. none of them I would actually say that we're taking it for the team because they were bad girls, bad looking girls. You know, they made it sound like, you know, they were not great, but it's like, we'll go to a movie, go out and eat, do whatever. So what, what, what is the, what is the line though? Like if you were, yeah. if you were going to be put in the position to take one for the team, what is the line? I don't know. I'm older now, so like, right, younger. You know, the ugly. There was a line. <laughs> the, the ugly fat girl, like, is kind of more of an adolescent thought. I don't like. I'm not like judgy anymore like that. And um, mm-hmm. frankly, we're not allowed to be anyway. So um, you're supposed to accept everybody for who they are. Yeah, we don't want to get um, canceled. <laughs> no, we don't want anybody to stop listening to us because they find themselves ugly or, or overweight. You know, I don't, are you making fun of me? No, but yeah, the quintessential. Guys being guys, talking to guys, yeah. The, I'm, I'm here to tell everybody that to take them on for the team usually means, like, will you take that ugly friend of hers? You know, yeah. like, that's just tale as old as time. So, never been in that situation. But, but what, I, what, uh, if you were, what's the first, what is, what's your line to just be like, no, I can't. I can't. So let's yeah, say, like without, in, in that yeah. case, with what Andy's saying, so say you guys are at your church camp and Andy came up to you and said, hey, I need you to take this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, need to, I, need, I need you to help me out with this. Would you have yeah. done it? Because everybody you know wants what? the drummer, remember? So, <laughs> right. right. So they're all, they're all like, Andy, would you have done it too? I mean, and I've got the hottest girl out there, but her friend is this. What is this that makes you go, nope. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I have a girlfriend. That's what I would say. You know, I'm faithful and I have a girlfriend. That's how you get out of it. Oh, you're so, saying what's the line of like, yeah, without being what's the line? Mean, like, yeah. what would I be like? Obviously, no, not even going to try. I need to Yeah, excuse. yeah. What, what is the line? Where, where do you draw the line and say, yeah, I can't even, like, not even for all mankind could I do that? Like, like you have to like you have to you have to bang this girl and pro and procreate because this, the species is done. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. So so what is the what is the line there? Be like, nope, civilization's dead. Um, all right, let's go with actresses or famous people. Uh, if she looked like, if she looked like, um, what's her name? 
they all have stupid names. Um, Lizzo, then Mankind is done. I'm not sure who Lizzo yeah. is. Yeah, me either. <laughs> oh, good. Consider yourself blessed. It's probably people who don't listen to this podcast, so continue doing that. <laughs> so, so Justin's beating around the bush, so to speak, here. <laughs> no, I'm so, trying not to. Uh, yeah. I have a girlfriend. Can't be so, around your bush. And Dustin, touch your what draws the line? I don't know if I really have a line. I mean, I just... Ooh. Oh, my. You just hit it. Hit it and quit it. You're all about it and quit it. In my opinion, if they're a good friend and they're asking you, hopefully they would pay you back in the long run. I mean, I've been on, like I said, I've been on a couple that have been kind of iffy, but it's like we're just going out. It's not like we're going to get married and, you know... Not trying to talk you gotta, about some of them girls. You but. gotta get down on whatever it is. Ne- never been in this situation. I mean, but that. I mean, got married young, so I mean, when I was in high school, maybe right out of high school, <laughs> I helped out a friend. They helped me out with dating. So girls. you don't you don't have a line. So if I was ever in a situation, I could bring whatever monstrosity to you and say. Yeah. I need you to hit this for me so I can hit that. Well, not for real, but I would to help out a friend. Okay. Okay. Tony. I'm married. I'm not doing that now. (laughs) Tony, what draws the line here? Well, first off, I just want to say welcome to the show if you guys have, you know, just tuned in for the first time. (laughs) This is a conversation (laughs) we get to start off with. (laughs) Still better than the Batman. The line. Let's, let's see the line. What would I consider? I mean, I would have to say, you know, if you get like one of those um, girls that were out in the hills and chew tobacco and look like they can bench press a Chevy and, you know, yeah, I'm probably going to have to say, hmm, probably going to be a no for me. So, like you'd be, so basically something that you would afraid to be, you'd be afraid to be injured in bed. Oh, yeah. That might be a good time, though. Yeah, those candles might, like, you know. I mean, because if, if she's out there in the hills and chewing tobacco and looks like she's going to kick the shit out of you, she might not have any teeth, and that could be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I, then I just, you could just... Or you, you could just say you can't... Well, then you could just say you can't go again after that. You would just have nothing but fun and then be like, I'm done. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, nobody said, you know, so, so, so for me, it's Chewbacca. That's the line, Chewbacca? The line would be Chewbacca. So everybody before Chewbacca. If she doesn't shave anything got cuz this is the new thing for girls is is the bush is back right i'm sorry they're starting to not got shave no their arm they're starting to not shave their armpits you don't have any problem with hairy armpits no pits yes um but no the bush can be back you know that's fine you're all right with a, like full bush. we're talking about like 6 months to a year's worth of growth on that thing like 1960s porn I, I no, I mean I don't think we're t- I don't think I'm talking about women that don't like um, you know work on work on it. But yeah, yeah, clearly there's something wrong with somebody that doesn't work on anything. But yeah, I don't need it to be like um, 
nothing there. You know, I'm kind of more weirded out by that. So. So yeah, I mean that's okay. I get that, but it, it, but we're talking non-groomed, just full-on Amazon. You got to get through the fucking rainforest to find right. the pond. Like, I'm out. I'm well, out. then, then I because would have nine to, times I would out of ten, get... when you have that, nine times out, because I don't know about y'all, but I've been there, been there, and you get going downtown. And fucking shit just reeks. It reeks. Yeah, what is it about hair? What is it about hair that makes everything worse? Like, you know, unkempt and everything. What is it about that? I mean, Uh, hair is like nice and fluffy. I I don't know. You you shampoo it, you should be okay. I don't know. I don't know how they... You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, what do you... So, you drew your line. Now, do you guys have a line at all, or... Or, or Dustin, are you taking Amazon lady? I'll take the bullet for the team. Oh my God. Yeah, he'll, he'll take Chewbacca. <laughs> he's, he's more or less, he's more or less like, uh, he's for everybody, you know? So ladies out uh, there, do yourself a favor. Just please get that pits and the legs, you know, do a little, you know, grooming down there. You don't have to be a, a three, you don't have to look like a three-year-old, although that's fun sometimes. Not three-year-olds, no. No, no, not not going there. But like what what Justin was saying, you don't have to have nothing. Um, That almost came out. Somebody was going to clip that shit and fucking put that on the Internet and be like, this is what these guys talk about. Yeah, Jim Cornette's going to be like, he fucks three year olds. (laughs) (laughs) Jim Cornette fucks three year olds. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't watch it. <laughs> I don't know what he said. Any well, news on that front? No. Andy, I like you fired up. Nothing? We're, we're no. still blocked, and, and since he blocked us, I stopped listening to his ass, so he's lost He's lost any type of push we're giving his shit. Uh, <coughs> so, fuck that. You play along, you know, you get, you get the gold. You, you, you cower in a corner like a little pussy. You get the middle finger. Is that pussy shaven or bare? <clears throat> That's a fucking Amazon pussy for sure. Uh, anyway. That's funny. That's the new band. That was not we something that we had band. planned on talking about was the the whole, you know, taking one for the team. But I do enjoy, enjoy that. So I want to hear what you all have to think about taking one for the team out there. Ladies, let me know too, right? What's over the top for you on taking one for the team? Guess how, how can they, they can let us know. Yeah. Well, they didn't get to see last week's show. We had a corruption. They didn't get I to know. see So now they're getting to know how they let us know. They can backtalk us. Did you know that, Dustin? Remember hearing it last week? I believe it's backtalkus at gmail.com. Backtalkus at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-C. B-A-C-C talk U-S at gmail.com. You can let us know what is too far for you in taking one for the team. We want to hear from you guys. Let us know your other thoughts and comments too. Because, see this shirt I got going on? I love it. We're going to have a little contest for the good old Bat Talk T 
It's up t-shirt. You send us your emails. We're going to read them. And then the best one of the week is going to get a free t-shirt. And how can they email us, Tony? I think they can send it to backtalkus at gmail.com. That's right. It's unbelievable. We're backtalking. They can backtalk us. So hit us up at backtalkus at gmail.com. Let us know your thoughts. We want to know question of the week. What's too far for taking one for the team? Let us know how you feel about that. On top of that, I need to give a shout out. We got the t-shirt going on, the big old tits up t-shirt. <coughs> got to give a shout out to a listener out there who's been getting a hold of us any way he could before. Before what, Dustin? Before backtalkus at gmail.com. B-A-C-C-talk-U-S at gmail.com. That's right. He's been getting in contact with us as however he could, letting us know how he feels about the show, how he loves it every week, can't wait for it, and he's missed us for two weeks now. Brad hey, he's having Hunt. Draws. He is. <coughs> Brad Hunt. Brad Hunt, you're getting a t-shirt, buddy, uh, for just being an awesome listener, letting us know how you feel about everything, and, uh, you know, thanks, thanks for tuning in every week. Let your friends know. And, hey, Brad, now... Justin, yeah. how is Brad going to tell us how far is too far? He's going to get on his machine, however he sends emails. He's going to type into the address to bar, B-A-C-C talk us at gmail.com, and he's going to say what he wants. That's and that goes right. for ladies, too, that are listening. Give mm -hmm. us the uh, parameters uh, for taking one for the team with a uh, male counterpart. What's too far? Right. And hey, listen, it could be it could be lady on lady. What's too far right. there? You what do women go, not like about women? You could, you know, if there's there's a guy out there that wants to let us know what too, is too far for another guy, we'll we'll read your emails too. We don't discriminate which way you're going, but we want to hear what is too far when you're taking one for the team. So and it is, okay to have your, it is okay to have your own opinions on that. You're allowed to say what's too far for yourself. Absolutely. Not like, you're, uh, not like it's too far for everybody. Right, right. I mean, like, I got the Amazon woman. I'll go all the way up to the Amazon woman. Until then, sorry. Sorry, ladies. For me, I just, for me, I just have to be in love. So that's oh, why I- You don't hit it and quit it. <laughs> No, that's oh. my excuse. Oh, that's his excuse for not getting any poontang lately. <laughs> yeah, when somebody tells you that, that's their excuse. It's basically what it is. <laughs> you would think playing playing music five days a week, you know, at the bars with all these drunk girls or or even drunk guys, you get hit on at some point. Yeah, you know what the problem is, and this is a little bit of truth here. The problem is. Um, their taste in music is usually like the toilet, so that's important for me. Oh, I mean, so, like you, the girl, you, the girl that to wants to bang them me. And, and, I mean, yeah. do you have to give them your phone number and shit, uh, or I guess they'll show up at the next show and stalk you. If, I guess if you hit it right, maybe. Hopefully, they don't like Maroon Five. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> 
So that's his line right there. Yeah. He draws the line at, at taking one for the team if a girl likes Maroon 5. And Coldplay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, now we got a list going. What's top 10? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so mine's so, not so much based on looks. It's based on personality, I guess. Like, so one more time, the topic of the conversation right now is what is too far to take one for the team? And we want to know what yours is. Dustin, how can I do that? Back talk us. B-A-C-C talk. U-S at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Bring it on. And let's 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 move on just a little bit here, because I do have something I want to touch on before we get to what Justin's got here. And that is um, athletes and their jobs and their money and how they how they are at their at, at you know, perform at their jobs, right? Um, basically, telling their bosses, "You didn't, you don't pay me enough. I, I'm, I'm out, right? I'm not coming to camp. I'm not playing. I'm not doing this because you don't pay me enough. Send me to another company, per se, right? Um, I know if I did that wherever I was, I'd be get fired, right? If I said, "Hey, to my boss, you ain't paid me enough to not come to work today," I'd be like, "Okay, well, you're fucking fired." Um, and this, you know, this was a thought we had when we were recording the fucked up show last week, but something happened this week in that realm of you're not doing what I want. A pro athlete saying, you're not doing what I want. I'm leaving. And Dustin, do you know what I'm talking about? Right offhand. I don't re-recollect looking into that. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. I think you're talking about uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Yes, I am. Yes, I I am. So so here we are, right? We have two ladies that are top stars in the WWE. They are the tag team champions. They are advertised this past Monday night, as we record the past Monday night, to be in the main event. They didn't like the way things were supposed to go. How it was supposed to be scripted. They tried to work it out. They tried conversations with, I guess, Vince and some other people, some producers of the show, producers of the match. Didn't like how it was going to go. Walked into Talent Relations' office, laid their championship belts down on his desk, and walked out of the show. Yeah, what got me with that is Naomi was actually um, scripted to win the match. Um, that's what, what we're hearing, it, but we, we don't know that that's a hundred percent sure. Right. And that from he, what I understand is that they didn't like the, how they weren't really doing anything with the tag team belts. Right. You know, because the winner of the match of the main event that they were going to be in, which was a six person match, one on one versus six, right? One versus five others, whoever. One you know, v one v one victor out of the whole thing, uh, but you got a tag team champs in that, um, and one of them was supposed to win, and then they were going to get a title shot at the next pay per view. Well, that does take away from what they're doing as a tag team because now that means that the next pay per view, the tag team's not going to perform. So, coming light of this as the week went on. WWE has sus- 
suspended them indefinitely. Taken their championships and said they're going to hold a tournament for the championships. Now, I don't disagree with WWE's reaction. I don't know the whole story of why they walked out, so I can't say if I agree with them or not. Um, but what I didn't like was the public shaming that WWE did by putting this out over live air. Oh, the suspension. They came out over live air and said they're suspending them indefinitely and said what they were doing. And if you watched it on Friday night's SmackDown, Pat McAfee sat there as Michael Cole read this announcement like he didn't know what the fuck was going on. So how do you feel about the public shaming aspect? Like, we talked, we, we were gonna talk about like athletes and, and telling their jobs what they're not doing and leaving. Um, but on the same aspect, if I had an issue with my employer, I'd have a bigger issue if they publicly shamed me. Right. So I Justin, example, right? So you, you play a gig, doesn't go well or, or what have you, and you, you have a disagreement with the bar owner, whatever it may be, decide you're not going to, you maybe mutually decide that you're not going to perform there anymore. But after that, they go and they publicly shame you. Yeah, um, I think a lot of that has to do with ratings, right? So I don't think that um, you would have that in our, your job or my job because it's not televised. So it's not based on like getting viewers. Um, especially with how wrestling is with, you know, the hype factor and all that stuff, so. Right, but this is not a thing form. that you've usually done to publicly uh -huh. shame somebody. Like, I mean, and, and so one of the girls, um, their husband works for the company too. And if you're publicly shaming my wife, I'm going to have, I'm going to take issue. Yeah. Right. Like, maybe I'm walking out. And if you, as you scour the Twitter world and all this other stuff, you start to see that there are other WWE superstars that are supporting them in what their decision was. And again, I can't speak to if I, decide, if I support them or not without knowing the facts behind why they walked out. I've got to hear from them as to why they walked out. Because they have not spoken at all since then, but the employer twice has done it. So if you were the husband, what would you do, Tony? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to sit here and shame, you know, my wife working for the same company, then yeah, it's it's not right at all. So I'd be thinking about, yeah, I'm going to be leaving too. So, I mean, it's just... Yeah, especially to do it on public TV like that, that is not right. I mean, yeah, if you want to put out a tweet, something later on, not, you know, everybody's going to see, great, do whatever you can. But on live TV, I mean, that's just messing with somebody's career. Because even if they let them go, you know, it's harder for them to go somewhere else. But isn't that Vince's MO? Isn't Vince's MO trying to bury people yeah, afterwards? Or, or, you know, after he's worked, if he's not gotten along with them or whatever. That's his MO is to bury people. 
That is, yeah, it's true. So, I mean, Vences needs to go away. The whole what if, needs to start. What if, what if you had a disagreement with Home Depot and they went out on their Twitter feed and said, Tony Wu is, has the smallest penis in the world. I mean, like, what, how would, how would you, I mean, uh, not that it's not true, but how would that make you feel? I mean, I'd be blasting them here on this podcast and then reaching out to a lawyer. How about that? That'd be happening. <laughs> Say reaching out to a lawyer or reaching out for a ruler? <laughs> funny, funny man. <laughs> Walk into their office. See, it's not that short. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'm just, I, I'm curious. That's another thing I want to hear from people out there. Like, how do you feel about the public shaming? By a company, you you don't have to know anything about wrestling, um, to let us know. You know what? It, if it's any company, how do you feel about public shaming? Because um, you're hurting somebody's career going forward, regardless of where it would be, right? Um, if they if it was Tony and Home Depot, like now he's he's screwed going forward. You know, having to explain this in interviews at, at other places or whatever, right? Um, so how do you feel about that? Let us know. Uh, Justin, how would they let us know that? Uh, what I would do is I would go on my email and email us at backtalkus at gmail.com. That's B-A-C-C, a good idea. Talk us. Yeah. So even Everybody if they didn't have an idea what's what is too far for taking one for the team, because maybe they don't have a line. Maybe they just take it all for the team like Dustin. They still might have an opinion. Yeah, they on don't this. have like an Amazon line or anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dustin's got. I mean, geez, Dustin. I, like, He's a there's. Good guy. Be, I, I, I. I. You've left me speechless because there's pictures in my mind that I'm going. He would hit this. <coughs> Maybe I haven't hey. met my line yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If if you show up and you need to use this, <laughs> you forty. Yeah, yeah. For those or you need watching to use on this YouTube, spray paint. Then uh, you know. What if you have to use spray paint? Yeah. Or flour, maybe. Maybe even flour. Yeah. yeah. Throw some Cover flour on there. Fl- flour yeah. on there so you can find the wet spot. I'm not sure. Oh, I got this. Um, I got the bag. You could just put the Wawa bag over the head, you know? And you're just fucking Wawa. Yeah, yeah. Well, I could do that sometimes. Depends on how drunk I am. You fuck Wawa? I really fuck Wawa when I'm drunk late at night. I'm like, what do I want? Everything. For the people at home that don't know what Wawa is, this is an East Coast mostly thing, and uh, we got rid of plastic bags. So everywhere you go, you have these bags you can buy for like 99 cents, so. That's right, because you live in Jersey, so there's no plastic bags. You're not allowed to have a right. straw. You got to ask for the straw. A lot of places you just get a paper straw, and then that forms that, that so, forms. So into explain this to me, but if you go to the store and buy something, it's probably wrapped in plastic. Yeah, but you can't get plastic bags at the end, like where there's normally plastic bags hanging there. So, you so when you buy your light bulbs, when you buy your light bulbs and have to... Mm-hmm. Use scissors to cut op- open the government plastic. Like no, light bulbs are like what light bulbs should be in that stuff. Light bulbs are in like that frilly like paper stuff. Every yeah, day. that's true. Yeah, you don't need that. But like scissors, but, if you go buy scissors, you need scissors. Yeah. 
Yeah, you need scissors right. to open scissors. I mean, like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what. That's where it's backwards. Yeah, you got that plastic. So, yeah. Anyway, so that's that's our uh, that's our good old opening. Justin, I know you got some stuff to uh, to discuss with us. I want to talk about. But I know there's a Tony's over there looking scared. Um, what you got? For I would be Justin? about to. Yeah, I would be too. I mostly want to talk about Batman because we did that last week, and that was the corrupted episode. So I think like that Warner Brothers or. Let's just roll with that. That sounds great, Justin. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, the Batman is what we talked about. And I, if I remember, to, um, Andy, you loved it. It was the best movie you'd seen in like five years, you said. It was the oh, worst fucking movie on the face of this goddamn planet. That fucking Batman movie. I swear to you, I, just, if I, I couldn't even get through the whole damn thing. If I could take a shit on the movie, like literal movie, somehow the real tape of it, I would take a shit on it. It's garbage. It's not worth my urine to put the fire out. Thanks, Justin. You got him started. He had stirred the pot. <laughs> Is that what you wanted to hear? I mean, like, yeah. What? What? Where are we going with this? Well, since last week. I really go heavy into the YouTube. Um, since last week, instead of watching it again, I watched like a lot of like uh, reviews on it. And uh, you see good and bad. You could sift through like the ones that like are clearly getting checks from you know the movie company to say good things. But uh, I agree with Andy a little bit more than I did last week. Um, I think the movie was a misfire, and that's just being a lot less, a lot more nicer than Andy. Um, but I also it doesn't, think it's not it's even fucking Batman. Guy. Let's just call it not Batman. Okay, it's the not yeah, Batman movie. Well, there was no Bruce Wayne. I mean, that's what we touched on last week. There was no Bruce Wayne in the movie. Even Bruce Wayne acted like Batman in the scenes where he didn't have his cape and cowl on. Yeah, I mean, and he had long hair. You know, I don't, I don't want to say long hair is like not fitting for like Bruce Wayne or Batman, but it just wasn't fitting for some reason. You know. Well, I, I, I think the big Batman. point. I think the big point that came out of our whole discussion that this audience will never hear um, is that we had, anybody who's a Batman fan has probably seen um, Gotham, the TV show Gotham. And that leads you straight up to Batman and it leads you through Bruce Wayne. You get to learn Bruce Wayne, right? But you get to learn the other characters too. There's, you know, the beginning is a Catwoman. There's the, the, what they call the Joker, but not really the Joker. There's um, Penguin, Oswald Cobblepot, before he's even Penguin, is, is there. Um, you've got the, the mob bosses, and you have the Riddler. And, where the, and the biggest problem I had with this not-Batman movie is the not-Batman acted like he didn't know who the fuck the Riddler was. Well, if you watch any of the fucking whole story of Batman, he knows who the fucking Riddler is before he's Batman. Because the Riddler worked for Gotham City Police Department before he became the Riddler. And Bruce took Wayne a lot of was, liberties with this movie. It was fucking garbage. I'm sorry, fucking garbage. Like, it's the not-Batman movie. Just call it the not-Batman. Not-Batman. Um, 
I, I talked about the Colin Farrell thing last week. I don't know why they got him to do it, other than like, to drum up some intrigue and like, wow, was that really him? Well, that's about the most you get. That's the most I got out of it. Like, wow, they put a lot of makeup on somebody they could have just cast that kind of looks more like Penguin. Mm-hmm. You know, so I didn't get that. And there's a spinoff. Did you know that's coming? Uh, fuck there's that. I'll never be, I, don't you guys dare say, hey, we got to fucking watch this so we can talk about it. Because I ain't fucking turning on my goddamn TV for it. They're making a spinoff. They're making a Fuck series that. What? about oh, that's Farrell's uh, Penguin. That's so garbage. Tony, we got to hear from you. I know you're a Marvel guy, but like, what's your thoughts on this movie? No, I'm, I'm a mixture of both. I'm a DC and Marvel guy. Um, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, as a Batman fan growing up, seeing everything, and as a fan of Gotham, I mean, yeah, it wasn't really there for me it just really didn't get into the story of you know how what they were talking about how he originally became batman starting out doing all this it's just like you said it was just dark he wasn't you know batman he just seemed like he was a depressed person just playing a role and yeah i'm pissed off all the time that seemed like how it was during the movie three hours of i'm just pissed off they should do if if they get a sequel going, the best they can do, I think, is to set it years and years in the future after he's been Batmaning longer. So maybe they'll get that chip off his shoulder if he's still depressed about his parents and he's still figuring out the vengeance thing. Um, I think that's the best thing they can do. If, I think when if I read sequel. something, they already gave him the green light for the next movie. Huh. Fuck. Yeah, they should oh, have put... You know they did because the end right there you know you have the joker at the end so that's what everybody went to the movie to see anyway is the end of where's the joker so yeah and they're gonna fuck up the joker how do you fuck up the joker in batman he is the number one villain in batman and they're gonna fuck it up interestingly enough the guy that they got to play the joker if colin farrell's in the next movie they're gonna uh there's gonna be penguin and the joker in the same movie uh, that'll be the first that they've done in films. Because, you know, the ones I can remember, the Penguins, either not there, like in the Christopher Nolan ones, or he came after the Joker, you know, and like the Michael Keaton ones and whoever, you know. Well, I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that, that would make a little bit more sense because, at least in Gotham, the villains worked together. They tried to kill each other, too. But they worked together you know, on certain things as well. So that would make a little bit more sense. I mean, you, you look at the rest of the Batman movies, it's just like we have one villain and that's what the movie's about. Whereas like Gotham, you have all of them. And you also have all of them, how they could, I don't want to give away the whole damn show. It's Justin, you still haven't fucking seen it. Dumbass. Um, have you watched an episode yet? Not yet, no. Oh I will. Tonight or tomorrow. Uh, better hey, Dustin, you've seen it? I'll be doing that. I have not. I oh, my God. You guys got homework to do. Yeah. Why did they have to put Catwoman in all of these things? We didn't need Catwoman in that movie, you know? Because that's, that's Catwoman is Bruce Wayne's original love. Back to when yeah, he was I don't a care. kid. I don't care that Batman's hooking up and getting laid in Batman. I want to see a fucking cool-ass detective that can kick ass. I don't care about you, who you he's in love Batman's with. You think Batman's got a line? Uh, yeah, definitely. He's Batman. 
Yeah. But this last Batman was so depressed, he'd probably fuck anything. Poison Ivy. Or he couldn't. Or he couldn't. Maybe he just wasn't getting yeah. laid. Maybe that was his problem. So yeah. going into the next movie, you guys brought up Joker. What actor nowadays would you guys love to see play the Joker in the next movie? Who would you guys want to be the Joker coming up, if that's how they're going to go? Tony Wu. I... Tony Wu. I don't think it'll be bad. <laughs> I, I, don't know, I don't know how it has to exchange hands, if it's even in the same realm, but I wouldn't even have a problem with like bringing... Um, what's his name's Joker in? Um, Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. You know, use him again. Just as long as it's not Jared fucking Leto. That's all. But if they had to invent a new one and it's not the Barry Keoghan guy that was in the end of this one, it'll probably be reprising it. Um, I don't know. It's a good question. Somebody new, you know. Somebody unknown, preferably. So so something we, we, we were touching on and, and I think is worth the discussion this week so everybody can fucking hear it, is who was the best Batman? And who was the best villain in all of the Batman movies? Yeah. So, Justin, I, I know, I think we agreed that Michael Keaton by far was the best Batman, right? And we agreed on the Joker, too. Um, yeah. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Best performance, I mean, best performance I've seen in a Batman movie, hands down Heath Ledger, so that answers that question so easily. But, Tony, yeah. I think you had a difference in opinion. No, Batman. I agreed with the, with the Heath Ledger. Oh, well, I did say, you know, Val Kilmer, so he's the best Batman ever. Well, you said Ben Affleck or some shit. <laughs> no, Keaton is the best Batman. We all agreed it is Keaton and Heath Ledger for Joker. Yeah, hands down. I mean, we even looked at the list, and yeah, we were surprised with the list of the top ten Batmans. So. Yeah, I found that website again that we were looking at last week. You guys want to hear that list? And that did yeah. not have that did not have Michael Keaton as the number one Batman. No, that that no, list had Adam West. No, that that list had Christian Bell, oh. which I think we were kind of talking, weren't we? Saying he's probably the best Bruce Wayne. No, that was Michael. Yeah, Keaton. he's a good Bruce Wayne. Michael Keaton's a good Bruce Wayne too, though. Yeah, but if there has to be a second, then Christian Bale's a good Bruce Wayne. Not a good Bruce Wayne, the Batman. They didn't even put Bruce Wayne in that movie. They didn't even bother. Yeah, because on the list that we had last week, Val Kilmer was actually eighth on that list. So that, in that list, the top nine, according to this website I'm on, short list, George Clooney was nine, Val Kilmer was eight, Will Arnett was seven, Ben Affleck right. was sixth, Adam West fifth, Robert Pattinson fourth, which is... Correct me if I'm wrong, the actor of the new Batman, right? Or in the Batman. Not Kevin a bad Con actor. He's been in some good movies. Kevin Conroy, which was the animated series. Michael Keaton was two, and number one was Christian Bell. No fucking way. I could not stand Christian Bale's Batman voice um, for one second, especially the second movie on. Just couldn't. It was like self-parody. I mean, maybe Batman has to do that. Like, he has to sound... Like, Batman in real life would sound silly because he can't sound like himself, you know, and he's not, like, really good at impressions, so he's just coming up with what he has to. 
But, I mean, you're making a film, and you're supposed to make it interesting. And that was like nails on a chalkboard for me. So, you know, mm -hmm. that's I feel like you guys all froze. No, no, no we're, we're just joking. listening. We're, we're just we're, listening. We're, yeah, I mean, you're the... You're, uh, you asked who, who should play a Joker, and, you know, for me, it's going to be like... I don't know, Claude Giroux. I don't know any fucking actors' names. <laughs> Kirk Cousins. I, think Jake I don't Gyllenhaal. know. <laughs> I think Jake Gyllenhaal could do a good job. I always like Jake Gyllenhaal. What do you think? I don't know who that is. Jake Gyllenhaal? No. I'm about as dumb on actors as you are on sports. Yeah. Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> though. You don't know him? Donnie Darko? Nah. Donnie Darko. Nah. I know you're also the guy that 99% of the time, if you ask me if I've watched the movie, the answer is no. I just so happen to like <laughs> Batman. And so I've seen the Batman movies. Um, and you guys forced me to watch this one, which took me literally two weeks to watch because it was so fucking terrible. I had to keep stopping it and coming back. Um, it was horrible. Well, did you, did you see any of the new Spider-Man movies? Uh, new Spider-Man movies? Um, yeah. The Tom Holland ones? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. So well, I don't know. Well, Jake Gyllenhaal's in the second and third one, so oh, yeah. that that'll help you figure out who Jake Gyllenhaal is. But I yeah, mean, he I did good. start. Jake I, I started watching movie. the Marvel movies, but I watched, started watching those in chronological order. So I'm not I'm not all the way through yet. But uh, they got my Black Panther or some shit like that. Um, so I don't know. I'm not, I'm just not a actor follower i'm a athlete follower so um small difference but uh yeah dustin you've got that list you want to read it off which i already read Didn't that list off. oh i wasn't even fucking paying attention see how much i care i was actually trying to find a list of like for the <laughs> actors like who played the best villain but i don't agree i i'm not a big batman fan but i don't agree with half the list i'm looking at so they want to read them off because the list I'm looking at right now actually has Heath Ledger 12. And I still think he was the better, best. You know, I don't watch the Batman movies at all. I'm really not big. On Where's it put Jim Carrey? Because I thought Jim Carrey did a good job as the Riddler. Six. Okay. Which Jim Carrey did play a good Riddler. I've seen a lot of the, I've seen some of the older Batmans. Like, you know, you guys are talking about Penguin. It's probably got Jack, Nicola, Jack Nicholson up there. One. Yeah. Jack Nicholson's one. Michelle Pfeiffer, two. Danny DeVito, which Fuck I'm pretty sure played Penguin. Right? Am I correct on that? Yeah, he yep. played Penguin. Yeah. Christopher Walken. Uh, Tommy I mean, Lee Jones, fifth. And then Christopher the Walken was a bad guy? Like, that's a stretch. Yeah, that's that's why I mean. I don't agree with some of the lists I've been looking at. Tommy Lee Jones was fifth. Jim Carrey, sixth. Uma Thurman was seven. Arnold Schwarzenegger was eighth, which I'm pretty sure he played, what, Mr. Freeze? Yeah. Is that right? Yep. I remember that movie. You need to chill. Cillian Murphy was nine, and Tom Watkinson was tenth. I mean, this is like, this list goes on for top 22. I mean, but, I mean, what I don't know. What was that last name? Tom what? Uh, Tom Wilkinson. The hell was he? I don't know who he played. I mean, I know him, but I don't. I can't remember him in a Batman movie. Tom That's Batman. why maybe this list is far off. I mean, 
But like I see Heath Ledger, Ledger 12th. I mean, I was a big Heath Ledger fan. I mean, I remember him in uh, a lot of movies. And A Knight's Tell is the first one that comes to mind. I mean, and obviously, which what was which one was he the... Was that Batman Begins? Or no, which movie was it that he was the villain? The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, yeah. You know, I had to watch that one just because of... Heath Ledger. I've always been a big Heath Ledger fan. Yeah, you got like Monsters Ball, you got Brokeback Mountain, you have The Patriot he was in. Tons of movies yeah. that guy was in. Great, the one great he actor. died doing, you watch one he died doing, The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. Dude, when he died, they turned his character into a shapeshifter so that they can replace him with other actors to finish the movie. Cool. I didn't know that. You know who replaced him? Interesting fact, the three actors that did it, that replaced him, Johnny Depp, um, Colin Farrell, and, God, I can't remember the last one. Oh, Jude Law. Oh, cool. Might have to check and they all did out. it. Well, they all did it. They all came to work and played the parts out for the movie to make him a shapeshifter. And they all did it and either didn't take money or the money they made they gave to his daughter. So, oh, cool. That's so good. Three good dudes right there, you know? Yeah. But, uh story well guess on the giant depth thing do you even want to touch that, <laughs> that just amber depth? turd that's all i got amber fucking turd i mean yeah. like i said yeah. i see the fucking tiktoks and the reels and the yeah that's what uh, she's gonna get she's gonna get fucking buried um they're in the last yeah. week i think they are now it's fucking it's comical really i grew up as a big Johnny Depp fan, I think the first movie I saw him in was Edward Scissorhands. Um, but, I mean, hats off to him for actually coming out and, you know, bringing it into the fact. I mean, not very many guys would come out and say that they were abused and stuff. Right. But, and I don't think all the girls that are, like, yelling for him when he gets out of the car are, like, chicks that want to bang him. I think, like, the real the realness of that is, like, everybody thinks it's bullshit. And like this guy's being like dragged over the coals, you know, like he's not a perfect person. And every time you hear something that's like winning on the other side, like the Amber's lawyers, like, oh, we got him. It's like everybody listens to it's like, yeah, she pissed him off. I mean, she is. I love the TikToks and the reels and shit that show her doing drugs in court. Like oh. she's sniffing coke. Mm -hmm. She's popping pills. He's. Like, is she really? There was oh, a new man. one I watched that she always throws her water bottle away as she's leaving. They the went and got it. They went they and got it the other day. <laughs> <laughs> they went and took her water bottle out of the trash because um, the other day. So I wonder what's going to come out after this. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. I mean, I, I, I've only been following it with the reels and TikToks, like what Andy's talking about. And I mean, they got songs now. I mean, everything and. I mean, yeah, yeah when it's... Johnny Depp leaves, when Johnny Depp leaves, they're like, we love you, hang in there. And then when she leaves, they're like, why'd you shit in the bed? And all yeah. this stuff. <laughs> it's like, it's not looking good for her, no matter who wins money or loses money in this thing or whatever. I mean, the, the, the public uh, outcry or whatever you but call it. But who the fuck does it? So thing. is that drawing the line? Let's get back to drawing the line. The girl that shits in your bed. And tries to blame it on your dog. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I can fuck Amber Turd now. My dog's this big. If you 
Should have turned this bag. So maybe oh, maybe my maybe my line is Amber Turd. Amber Turd. She shits in the bed. Yeah, I heard that relationship really shit the bed. Yeah, fuck. God damn it! It and you know I never really cared for Johnny Depp to begin with. Not at least not the the recent Johnny Depp. I liked him. In his early career, like 21 Jump Street and shit like that. Um, yeah. But, the, you know, as he, he... actually... He actually had a cameo in the, in the movie, 20, 21 yes. Jump Street. Yes, he did. Yes, he oh, did. That was really good. Um, and no one saw it coming. I, I think he did kind of go batshit crazy um, with the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Like, at that time, I thought he kind of did go batshit crazy. Um, but... I mean, this kind of shit. Now I know why he's crazy. You got a woman shitting in your yeah. bed. Like, You're just dealing with that type of stuff all the time, you know? I mean, he's coming out of this smelling like roses and a hero, right? No matter what kind of dumb shit he's done that has come out about him. And there is dumb shit he's done. But he's coming out smelling like roses and, and he's going to be a fucking hero after this. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys follow Johnny Depp that much. Tony, I don't know if you know a lot about Johnny Depp, but I guess I got a question for you guys. What's your favorite Johnny Depp movie? That's around the Johnny Depp conversation. We're talking about movies today. So I'll go first because it's easy for me because I only actually know one Johnny Depp movie. Because, again, not a movie guy. I just know he was in Pirates of the Caribbean, so I guess that would be mine. Tony, how about you? I don't know if you follow Johnny Depp, you like his movies or not, but what would be your yeah, favorite I mean, movie of Johnny? Oh gosh, I do. I don't know. I mean, it's. I don't know. I mean, geez, that's a tough one. Loaded question, I know. But, Tony doesn't yeah, fucking know either. He's made weird stuff, you know, like, like Willy Wonka. That was like, yeah. Oh, that's right. He was in that too. He was Charlie, Charlie in the Charlie, Charlie and Jacket Factory. Yep. And that was the so, worst fucking performance. I did see that. That was terrible. That was a that, that was, was a what he was that was a that was a not Batman, not Willy Wonka movie. That's because yeah. it was Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Right. That was terrible. I it was actually Pirates. 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 What about you, Justin? Yeah. Ed Wood. If you saw that movie. Edward Scissorhands. Oh, Edward Scissorhands? Is that what you said? No, Ed Wood. There's a movie called Ed Wood. Oh, Ed Wood. That yeah, director I Director of the worst movie ever. I mean, I liked him in Edward Scissorhands. That was a great movie. I mean, I just... I didn't even fucking realize that was him, to be honest with you. Yeah, that was, that, that was Johnny Depp, early days. 1990 mm -hmm. is when that came out. I got a list here. He's still thing. never going to be better than fucking, you know, old school 21 Jump Street, you no. know... Playing, playing a. Well, that was a TV series, right? There was never, yes. never a movie with that, right? That was... And it was a lot different than the movie. The right. movie was yeah. made as a comedy. Yeah. Whereas the the TV show was a drama. Thought the Not other, funny. thought the other like uh, person he portrayed good in a movie was actually Alice in Wonderland, the Mad Hatter. I thought he did a really good job with that. When they rebooted he, he's that. He's just looking up fucking movies on his computer. No, I actually knew that one. I actually you grew up watching. the second one, too, right? 
Never saw the second one. I think that's what through the looking glass. I never actually watched the full movie, but I think he is. Yeah, the Mad Hatter, right? Yeah, he played the Mad Hatter in the first one. I know that. I'm guessing they had him in the second one. He's good in Blow. Blow's a good movie. You know. Um. So if I could, for a moment, break up this conversation to say middle finger to those fuckers out there. <laughs> um, we're going to go with some middle finger space station from Three Floyds Brewing Company. Middle finger to you fuckers out there. Um, you know who you are. MH. And okay. So Justin, what else did you have in your mind today? Today. Uh, bowling. I want to see how you guys felt about bowling. I just went bowling on Saturday. And my main thing is how, like, when you go see bowlers, like professional bowlers, right? You would think that they could bowl a strike every time. Is that stupid to think? Like, well, yeah. Cause it's, if you, if you it's know bowling, like, you would know that it's not easy. Yeah, but, I mean, what, what changes every time? Like, you should have, like, an, you should have, like, an approach... You know, like people that bowl perfect games. Like I would think that professional bowlers have to bowl a perfect game every time. There's different oil patterns to yeah. lanes, and then oil breakdown. I've actually I bowled for a lot of years, so okay. Um, I've actually bowled a 299 and a 300 oh. in my career. I could find the ring. It's hidden somewhere. Probably a safety deposit box. A big thing. But it, with me, I mean, you could start out hot, and then um, oil breaks down, and then your ball just grabs differently, or, you know, you got your different style lanes. You got wood lanes. You got synthetic lanes. I mean, if you can make the right adjustment at the right time, yeah, you should build a ball, you know, when you, if you're that good, you know. But, you know, like Andy brought up the different bowling patterns. I mean, you look at, like, the in the PBA where – you got your cheetah pattern. You got all these patterns named after animals, and it's, it's different. I mean, bowling's a lot. If you find a ball that you fit, get it drilled, fit your hand, you get used to throwing it, it's a lot easier. But it's still a challenge. I mean, to me, bowling now compared to bowling 10, 15 years ago without the weighted balls and throwing the hooks and all that, I mean, I bowled a 300 and 299. That just, to me, it's... I like looking at the people back in the day that did it because it to me is a more skill back in the day than it was than it is now. That's the way I feel about it. So here's my top my my bowling experience. I have gone full circle when it comes to my church experience. And for the same church, no less. Okay. We went uh, Justin and I have talked about for newbies coming in tonight. We were superstars in a, in a band that used to go to church retreats together. Um, used to go there to chase the women. At least I did. He went to pray. Um, so I went from chasing the ladies, you know, at the, at the church retreats to bowling in a church league with my dad. Because our church, well, you know, I was all right, but it was me and a bunch of old fucking men. I mean, what about with I, bowling? 
uh, I mean, I did all right. We, we, we did okay. Um, I, you know, it was, it was fun, but it was old men, right? It was, it was old, old men. So like, you, you'll, you'll know, I start bringing up names. Uh, you know, it was my dad and, and Joe Cole and, um, who else was on our team? I forget, but Pastor Klecky was on our team. <laughs> like, oh wow! And you had to be you had to be at least twenty one to bowl, so to, on the team. So I went from chasing the, the ladies at 14, 15, 16 years old at these church retreats with Justin, you know, and, and being a superstar drummer in Peanut Butter Playground to bowling with a bunch of old men. So my whole my whole church career has gone full circle that's the natural order of it anyway so you did it perfectly <clears throat> yeah yeah chase ladies to uh, now we're just at the bowling alley with a bunch of old old men right like first we're hitting something and then we're hitting pins <clears throat> tell me but, about that 299 uh, game Dustin, i got a question answer Justin's first. I heard him ask that. To be honest, I had my 11 in a row, got down to the last ball in the 12th, or in the 10th frame, the 12th ball, and I got a ringing 7th in. I just, I'm a lefty, so just sat there and stayed. Well, Ironically enough, well, I already had my 300, so mm -hmm. my reaction was, well, I just need that 298, and I'll quit bowling. <laughs> 900 series is never going to happen in my lifetime. But um, that's three perfect games in a, in a night, and no way that's ever going to happen. I actually seen it once. It's actually a pretty surreal thing to see, bowling three perfect games in a night. But um, I just – the and ironically, the 300 game, I left the ringing seven, but I had a pen come across and actually hit the seven out. Wow. So it was in so, the same night you did the 299? No, it was not in the same night. They were My 300 game was bowled April 23rd, 2013, I think was the year. I know April 23rd for sure. And then the wow. 299 was two years later, about five days shorter. <laughs> you want me to go grab my belt, too? The champ is here. The champ is here. only... For those only listening, you should check us out on YouTube. Andy has come over with a belt on his shoulder. I should go grab mine. Which is not how you wear a belt. Championship belt, by the way. That finally showed up from from the uh, the fuckers that will remain nameless. So, Tony, you were going to ask me a question. Because <laughs> Dustin dodges the questions. <laughs> well, I know Tony asked something, too, right? It's the time, same time Justin did. So, how do you feel about these two-handed bowlers these days? Honestly, it don't bother me. We actually have two or three of them in our area that actually bowl two-handed. To me, it's still to me it's actually harder to bowl two-handed than it is one-handed, just because of the way the mechanics are and all that. I could never do it, but yeah, you know, it's just it's kind of like anything else with it you know everybody finds a different i mean back in the day you always didn't see switch hitters now you have switch hitters in baseball you know there's always new ways to come up with something to to play a sport or you know we uh we have a guy in our iRacing community at tdr 
that um, actually he's paraplegic and he his gas pedal, brake pedal, and everything is with his hands. <laughs> so to me, it's just another way of uh, adapting to a sport. I mean, I I love watching these two-handed bowlers. I mean, Jason Belmonte actually brought it up. I mean, he's from Australia and all that, and he brought it here. And now people are trying to do it, and these young kids are taking off with it. I mean, I'm seeing more. You're seeing more and more of it. In my opinion, with that, I mean, I love it. I think it's. I like seeing different ways to do a sport. I don't like it. I think they should outlaw it. There is one thing that I've, I was always told when I bowled my 300 is that it's actually easier to hit a hole-in-one than it is a bowl of 300 in golf. Oh, wow. Have you ever hit a hole-in-one? No. But I've also golfed a lot less than I bowled. So. Oh, I, go I golf a ton. I've hit a lot of holes. I've never Dude, hit a hole in one. <laughs> my dad actually hit one hole one, one hole in one, and he was drunk as crap at a golf tournament. And the ironic thing, when you bowl 300, you get drunk and you don't have to pay for a thing. You hit a hole in one on a course, you're buying drinks for everybody. Yeah, that's that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I I mean, I kind of looked it up because I was kind of curious on the percentage. And do you know why that is? So let's go. Like, do you know why it is that you have to buy the drinks? I don't know why. I know they out club clubhouse is actually offering insurance for if you ever do hit a hole in one, but I don't know the reason on it. So the reason behind having to buy everybody drinks if you hit a hole in one, because if you don't buy the drinks for your foursome, it never happened. Mm-hmm. See it way I understand it, you gotta buy it for everybody on the course. No, you, right. you got at least for your foursome because they will never, ever back you that it happened if you don't buy the drinks. So, if you go, I hit a hole in one this date, this, and, you know, I was playing with Tony and I didn't buy the drinks. Tony would be like, that didn't fucking happen. Never happened. He's a fucking cheater. Yeah, I never knew that one. <laughs> I was always told you got to buy it for whoever's on the course. Oh, I've never, I've never heard that because fuck that. I, I've come close enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if you're on like a nine-hole course? That's what we have here in my town, and you're playing a four-man best ball, and all holes are filled with two teams. That could get really spendy. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've come close. I I want to. I did close. win in a, when I was playing in a in a league out in New Jersey, traveling league. I came. Uh, I won the closest to the pin. One tournament at three inches. That is close. Closest, as I that would be the closest I've ever heard of anybody actually being there besides seeing it on TV. I mean, I've never seen one. I think the closest I've seen in person was probably eight inches. So, Justin, you brought up bowling, and you bowled this weekend. Yeah. How did you bowl? Uh, with Ball? two hands. No, like score-wise. <coughs> um, it was a kid's birthday party, so I kind of just jumped in after every kid went to the arcade, but. I guess in like 10 throws, I got one strike. And I didn't even grab a ball my size, so I was using the kids' balls, and I was able to just roll it, you know. So you said so, two hands. Were you granny rolling it? I did granny roll one of them, only as a joke. I thought maybe you grabbed um, the ramp that most bowling alleys had. And... 
You know, it was your ankle. We didn't want you to hurt your ankle, you know. Yeah. Roll it down the ramp. So, so well, I will tell you. The, thing, the alley I bowled on had um had bumpers, but I didn't use the bumper to get my strike because I just went right down the middle and didn't touch it. But I, after a while, I was bouncing off the bumpers trying to, like, get, like, a mathematical strike, you know. Like, if I bump it, bounce it here, bounce it there, and then it ends up there. Mm -hmm. And I got, well, I think I got, like, mostly a strike that way, too. That was just fun. So, but, uh, just, thought, uh, just a question. I don't know if anybody is going to know this, but so when you bowl a strike, how many pins does the ball actually hit? Oh. Probably four. That's right. Is that the minimum? If you're a right-handed bowler, the ball will hit the one, three, five, and eight. If you're a left-handed bowler, you'll, your ball will hit the one, two, five, and nine. But what if you That's go the only in, pins if, the ball hits? What if you go in backwards? I forget what they call it. Backwards. Yeah. So you and know you got, if you're right-handed, if you're right-handed bowler, the pockets of the right hand of the head pin. Yeah. But what so if, if you, you go, go Brooklyn side? Yeah, yeah that's what. Yeah. What, uh, what then? If I'm right hand, is it still the same numbers? If you're right-handed, you hit the left side, and you're probably just hitting the one and two. Mm-hmm. Depends. I've, had, I've had strikes back. that way too. I've had strikes. Oh, I that have way too. Way. We all, you know, any bowler has. You know, I mean, but yeah, I mean, with that, you're definitely gonna at least hit the one. I mean, I've never actually calculated that one. So I, I know for I just you, know what the perfect strike is. I know for you. Dustin, your your favorite strike ever was probably the one you hit the 300 with. Yeah. Okay, but me went during my, you know, when I was bowling a lot, I, you know, we would go out and, you know, bowl when I even when I wasn't in a league, and I'd fart around and I'd do the, you know, the behind the back through the legs. Yeah. And um, nailing a strike with that is pretty damn fun. I mean, the 300 one was big. I mean, we were actually in our roll-off, so it was big for my team as well. But I guess, I mean, if I had to say, like, the biggest one was I was the anchor on our team, and we were in a tournament, and I had to strike out for our team to win. Mm. And I got all three, which, to me, those that would probably be my person, like, me personally that 300 one was huge it was an accomplishment but winning a tournament because the team brought everything down i mean we all it was four of us we we all struck in the 12th frame or the 10th frame so we nice. technically bowled a perfect game um <laughs> in a row there nice. and they just kept bringing it down and we actually ended up winning by two pins wow very cool. Very so, cool. I mean, to me, that was probably the most exciting one. I mean, the 300 one was a rush, a big feeling. It was game one of the night. Um, ended up bowling a pretty good series with it. But that bringing that down, watching my team bring it down, because I was like, well, if we're, you know, we're all like, well, we're out of it. So I'm, I'm, we're like, no, go up and strike out. They're going to they're gonna open the rest of their frames. And they did. They opened up the 10th the frame. Each one of them did. And we all went down and... Luckily, I was working on a two or three strikes in a row at that point. But, I mean, no, that was probably the most, like, exhilarating, exciting moment or strikes I'd thrown. That last one was nerve-wracking. Probably more nerve-wracking than the last one because, or than the 300, just because I knew that I needed it. 
Um, I mean, nine would have been fine, but I knew I still had to throw a good ball. I mean, the last strike of the 300, everybody in the lane stopped and watched you. Mm -hmm. And me as a person, I would rather everybody keep bowling, but that is like tradition. It's like everybody in the lanes like freeze and basically stand back. And I mean, when I threw the ball in my 300, all, all I heard was people in the background one time, and that just means one more strike. And it happened, you know, it just happened. And, you know, you're jumping around happy. But like I said, winning, helping my team win that tournament, finish it out was probably the most exciting part. Best strike, most exciting strike I've ever thrown. Yeah, best I, best I've done is eight in a row. I actually subbed on a team about a half an hour west of me in Pipestone back in uh, years ago and never bowled there, but not for league. And I got started out with four in a row and I got a, they brought me a, a, a beer. I'm like, okay. Next frame went up, fifth one, got a strike. They brought me another beer. Every strike after three in a row, you get a free beer. What? I, had, I need a bowl I there. Nine, I had nine in a row there. The rest of the <laughs> night was bad. Because you can't let beer go cold or go warm. I mean, it, it's not like shooting pool. Hell, I shoot pool a hell of a lot better after beers. And that's the other thing I do too. I shoot a lot of pool. But usually I'm drunk as heck playing that. But. You play a lot of no. pocket ball then. Yeah, eight ball corner pocket, you know. Yeah, a lot of pocket ball. Uh, somebody else played some, some pocket ball here recently, I think. What do you think, Justin? Can somebody else play pocketball here recently? I think Justin did. Playing pocketball right now. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I heard something about, uh, you know, we were going to come back to it from the opening of the show, right? Burnbank you're talking about? Oh, the Spank, spank bank. bank. So who's been well, to the Spank, spank Bank? bank? See, the spank bank, what I think of the spank bank is what you put in your head that's sexy or whatever and you could think about. The sperm bank is what you're talking about where Tony went. Oh, Tony, did you have did you have to go to the, the what Justin calls the sperm bank? Yes, but it wasn't for like a deposit like you guys were thinking, so it was actually medical condition, so yes. Um um, the fiance are trying to have a child, so it's been a while. So with my age, I said, hey, you know, I will get tested just to see, you know, make sure everything is good. Um, which is actually, I will say, it's a good thing I actually did do this. Because I didn't, you know, talk to you guys about it before. But um, when I first went in to the urologist, you know, they make you do a, um, a pee sample just to check everything out. So your urine. You know, I do all that, and the nurse comes in and, you know, said, hey, the doctor will be back in a second. He comes in, he's like, hey, do you know you have blood in your urine? Oh. Not at all. So, you know, he's like, well, we're going to talk about what you came in for, you know, the whole child and everything else. Spank bank, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean. You're not going to suck you know, the fun out of this conversation now, are you? I, I'm, I'm going to go all medical terms on you guys just to ruin it so it makes it better um but yeah so i did have to get some procedures done mri to find out you know i did have some spots on my kidneys um they said they were benign so i didn't have anything to worry about there so but then you know i had to do the cup they give you a cup take it home and say here you know 
with all these instructions of what you got to do and you got to have it to the lab within the hour and it has to stay, you know, basically room temperature. You can't get too hot, too cold. And I'm sitting here in the hospital waiting room, you know, with the, the brown bag, like, yeah. Yeah, but but I'm confused. Go you talked about it giving a urine sample. What was in this cup? Oh, uh, the cup that I had to take home? Yeah. That I had to make a deposit into the cup to check the swimmers and make sure everything good. So Oh yeah. you had to you had, you had to you had to spank into a cup. Yeah. So mm -hmm. uh um, good time. Was that fun? Um, no, not at all. No? Because you're doing it into a... Yeah, you're doing it into a cup, and like I said, there's all these instructions you got to follow, and yeah. So you're there, you're there, not... you're, you're there playing with your tallywhacker, and you have to read the instructions while you're playing with your tallywhacker? No, I read them before. Oh. But then, you know, you got to But then what if you forget? You, you have to go back and read them in the middle of play with your tallywhacker? After I put it in the bag, I'm like, all right, what do I got to do next? So so you you, um, you you took your girlfriend into the into the bedroom and let her make a deposit for you in the cup or help you make a deposit. No, no. no you can't do that. You can't do that at all. What, why can't you? Because it'll tamper with the sample. So no oral or no vaginal, nothing. You got to do it on your own. And yeah. I mean, what about what? What? What is like the hand lotion on her hand bad? No, you can't even do any of that. You got to have clean hands. It has hands to be full, full DNA just for you. That's it. Exactly. You can't use her palm. It had to be your palm. Exactly can't tamper with the evidence so so while you were playing with your tallywhacker reading the instructions did you also have like a magazine or like uh um you know maybe you porn going on or something or only fans or nope it was basically just you know hey tap into the spank bank as you know justin said and just hurry up and get the job done Man, you know, there's people that get paid to do that. And you just did it for fun. I did. I did it for medical reasons, not fun. So when you went in there, when, when you're sitting in the hospital and your your paper bag and never, you know, you know what's in your paper bag where you, like, get paranoid, like you smoke some bad weed or something, and and everybody knows. Everybody knows I got sperm in my bag. <laughs> No, but I mean, most people are probably thinking, wonder which one he's got. Does he got, you know, the poo in the bag or has he got the sperm in the bag? So, yeah. Let's see Dustin What's up there both? laughing his ass off. So, what do you got on that, Dustin? All I hear is, does he have poop in the bag or sperm in the bag or blood in the bag or who knows what's in the bag? <laughs> has anybody been to the spank bank before, like got paid for this? Justin? I tried to. Yeah. I tried to. You tried to? In my, what? <laughs> in my 20s, I was really hurting. And uh, friends friends and me, we, uh, we we always joked about going up there. And I actually did. 
Um, <laughs> not so with you, them. You you seem ashamed of this. You didn't go together. There was no like, you know, no, we arrived we in a whole car going, together. Or? No, we ended up going, but like we ended up finding out later that we went separately. Like it was like that ended up being a good idea, huh? Like you know how you like round in like the corner of like, hey, remember we were talking about going to the sperm bank to get money? Be like, yeah, and it's like. Um, yeah, well, it wasn't a bad idea, was it? And then you're like, wait a minute, is this person telling me he went or is planning on going? <laughs> so, um, so, like, I found out sometime later that this person had gone, and I had gone. But um, he, uh, I don't think either of us got paid for it. Mine was uh, not viable, quote-unquote. I don't understand. Well, I don't what that, does that mean you had not have swimmers? Or I guess so, I don't know. I don't so know, they told me my jaws... My, told, you, they told me my Johns aren't worth money. Your Johns, oh God, Johns. We're gonna get to John here in a second, cause I, but I, I need, we have to. I need to. I need to hear about this this bank bank uh, wisdom you've got for everybody. Um, I mean, what, what well, do they, they give you? Is there like big screen they TVs? Don't pay you. Or like no, you nothing. Know? Just kind of like what Tony's saying. You know, you're not supposed to, you know confuse anything you're just supposed to go in there produce your very clinical you're supposed to go in there produce your sample like it's not no something magazines, you do no, nothing? no no it's not something you do in like a sexy way to them like it's like it's like strictly like focused it's like just like he's going there to have a kid it's like they're not thinking about how you're gonna have fun doing it i don't know how else <laughs> to put it but like it's just like yeah like that that it's not fun it's almost like like a, a old uh old testament like you know like so all the there, stories we hear part. about, you go in there and they give you magazines, like a TV with porn on. Yeah, it's all I've fake. seen movies. I've seen movies, and for the most part, they use it for comedy's sake, I guess. But it, there's nothing funny about it. It's actually stupid. And I was supposed to go back again after like I wore boxers for a couple months, and I just didn't because of that whole experience. And I was like, I don't need to find out that I don't need to find out again that I I don't have swimmers. You oh know, my! They're just... It comes down to the spank bank. I always think of the movie Road Trip. I mean, you get the two fingers and I mean, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just... that's not true. That's not damn. true. I only got I only got one finger. That's not true. Oh damn! <laughs> so you found out your drawing don't spit. I guess so. Yeah, or or it doesn't spit viably. Man, that's what I say to like. So you over. hear that, ladies that are are out there going to Gloucester city to see justin play music he ain't got no, no. swimmers you got no, no swimmers no. Necessary. nothing <laughs> ride 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 it bareback baby that brings watching the, the book back man or broke back mountain jump that john <laughs> jump that oh, john john let me read you what john means what, john what are you talking is about john yeah, what's John? Andy, are you ready for John? Oh, I know what John. I know what John is. I I He's know ready. what John is. Are Tony and I saying it right? John. 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 J A W N. John. So spawns the John. So what? Hey, John. So what? What is? Go ahead and read this to us. Okay, so John is a slang term local to the Philadelphia, Delaware Valley metropolitan area. John is a context-dependent substitute noun, a noun that substitutes for any other noun. John can be singular or plural. It refers to a thing, place, person, or event instead of a specific name. For example, these Johns are expensive. <laughs> or my John don't swim. 
That John don't spit. Yeah, his John don't spit. Uh, yeah. Apparently, well, it uh, does. No, you know, it well, does. Tony went and played with paint. John. Tony went and played with John. Yeah. He went to the John. Yeah. This shirt. Hey, Tony, is my how'd it John. go? This is my John. This shirt. Yeah. Yeah, that's a nice John. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tony. How did it go down at the John the other day? Yeah. He used to say that to me, all I'm thinking is bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> How did I go up to John yesterday? Anybody yeah. see you holding your John? Would they wonder what was in the John? Oh my gosh. To John is the shit. Like, like, that's what it means. It's the shit. It's whatever you want it to be. And it is. It's a South Jersey, Philadelphia thing, right? Like, everybody from South Jersey, Philadelphia knows what John is. And that, like, there's shit that's said or made or done in different areas of, of the country. But... Justin and I know John, right? See, this is all right. coming full circle for me. I, when uh, Philadelphia actually won the Super Bowl in uh, U.S. Bank Stadium in Minnesota here, I was up in Minneapolis, and I heard a lot of that John stuff, and I had no idea what the hell anybody was talking about. John, <laughs> baby. But you could tell Now that I know, hey, they're all Philly fans, of course. I mean, they're wearing Eagle jerseys and stuff, but, you know, it's coming full circle now. Now I understood what they were saying. and Yeah, that's my John. Eagles are my John. <laughs> yeah, I heard that a lot. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? They're your football team. Yo, yeah. Or like somebody's wearing a jersey, and he's like, yo, that motherfucking jersey's John. I got to tell you. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, thanks, man. It's whatever the fuck you really... Like, I know I know. Justin read the, the definition, but it's whatever the fuck you wanted to be. Like, yeah. It's, it's like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious it, or whatever. Yeah. So you, you're going to say it to somebody, and everybody's going to take it a different way. Yeah. That's my John. But it's always a, like a good thing. It's a hyped up. It's a, or, or it could be, yeah, it's never negative, right? It's never like, man, that shit I took was a John. Like, that's not, no. that, that's, yeah. that doesn't work, right? Like, it's always a hyped up, positive energy vibe. Like I said, I heard it a lot up in Minneapolis that weekend or that, that night. And I'm like, it's all coming true to me now. Damn pretty much one of two, pretty much one of two words that that group of people you saw are willing to speak. So, you know, like that, that's yeah. one of the two main things you hear a lot. Besides cheesesteak, or fuck. You know, that's it. Yeah, you got fuck, you got John, you got cheesesteak. That's like the yeah. fucking Philadelphia, Delaware Valley kind yeah, of. Thing. Yeah. Let me ask. Fuck, fuck my John. <laughs> fuck that that cheesesteak sucked. It was not a John. <laughs> yeah. Is this like there you uh, go. For Philly, or is it like a South Philly, you know? No, it's all Philly, South Jersey. If you, like, Justin and I come from South Jersey, but we call ourselves from Philly because we're so damn close, right? Like, uh, I, I was a 15-minute right. ride to the city over the bridge. Um, like, you wouldn't tell somebody you're from, you would tell somebody you're from Cleveland, you know? So people have heard of Cleveland. So like yeah you know you'd say like where are you where are you from be like South Jersey like no that's like Philadelphia area like twenty minutes over the bridge you yeah. know like that's your metropolitan so or metropolis whatever you call it so you know I feel like a lot of people do that because I always in turn ask if like well Jersey's right, fucking so weird like that too right like yeah. Jersey it like South Jersey 
There is three sections of the, of a small state called New Jersey. There is South Jersey. There is the middle, which nobody gives a shit about ever, right? Right. And then there's Major. and then there's North Jersey. You don't ever hear about Mid Jersey. Yeah. They're all New Yorkers. That's where you see the fucking Jersey Shore fucking people or people say, oh, you're from Jersey, you don't have an accent. Because it's the fucking North Jersey people that you hear with the fucking yeah, accent. Yeah, they're, they're all New York teams and stuff, you know? Yeah. Where like South Jersey's all Philly, like, yeah. best, best shore towns. Middle Jersey's basically your gangland. And then Delaware. Yeah, fuck yeah. Nobody I think Middle Jerseyers go to Delaware or something. I don't know. Yeah, who the fuck knows. So Looks like guys, over there, more Pennsylvania. Yeah. So you, you guys are from like South Jersey, but how did it ever come that the Giants and Jets play in Jersey and not in New York? Why do they play in Jersey? Because they, because they know they're going to get the New North Jersey fans anyway. So. You know, that's most of what New York fans are, is like mostly Northern Jersey. And, and, and honestly, yeah. the Meadowlands, where they play, that's is literally Jersey. over the fucking bridge. Okay. From Just like what's Man- it called? From like Manhattan or whatever, right? So, well, um, yeah, that Statue of Liberty is in Jersey. Yeah. No. It's not New York. But it's, but on, it's, on, the New, but it's on the New York license plate. Yeah. Okay, I never knew that. Yeah, it's technically in New Jersey waters. Um, yeah, the, you, you've got sports teams. But here's what I don't understand about the sports teams. And we're going to get back to John here in a second. But here's what I don't understand about sports teams. So you had the Meadowlands, which had the Giants, the Jets, and the Devils. And why the Devils are called the New Jersey Devils. And the other two fuckers are... Mm. New York. However, the Jets technically, on paper, are the New York, New Jersey Jets. How many teams, uh, how many hockey teams are in New York? How How many hockey teams have the New York name? New York Rangers and Buffalo Sabres, I think, are the only two. And Islanders. Islanders. I forgot about the Islanders. So three. Yeah, forgot about that. That's a good, that's a good question though. What 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 fucking state has the most pro teams? I'm sure you guys know. Just California. Yeah, just overall, I mean. I would say California, probably or New York. It's either California or New York. York. Yeah, I would say either one of them too, just because like for both New California and New York would be like you have an AL and an NL team, you have an AFC and an AFC team. I mean, they're even there. I guess it comes down to the point, like, what other kind of... But there's technically only one football team that plays in New York. But they're classified as New York. Right. Right. But, yeah. like, you look at... You, you, yeah, you look at... Um, just just go by baseball, for an example, with, um, with California. You've got Anaheim, Los Angeles... Los Angeles, Oakland, San Francisco, San Diego. Yeah. That's five I thought of off the top of my head. Am I missing one? I don't think you're missing any. For what for what sport? For baseball. baseball. Giants, Padres, Dodgers, Angels. Well Dodgers used to be in New York, Ace. right? How what year was that? 
Dodgers Dod- were in New York. They were the Brooklyn well, Dodgers. Well, actually, then, so were and technically the Giants were too. Yep. Yeah, the Giants were as well. San Fran, you said. Yep. Which a lot of teams yeah. have moved. I mean, like the Minnesota Twins were actually the uh, Washington. Uh, no, I can't remember. Senators. I mean, teams oh, move okay. all the time, but I mean, I mean. If you want to talk about teams moving, how about the Raiders? I mean, you've gone, gone to Oakland, to St. L.A., <laughs> back to Oakland. Now you Vegas. Know, <laughs> hell yeah. They, I mean, they've they I mean, 100 million times. You look at teams moving, I mean, that's the one that comes with me. But with that, I mean, I would say, like, just hearing Andy just name off five baseball teams from California. Well, I think it comes down to the other sports as well. I mean, California has, what, one hockey team? No, they got the Kings, the Ducks. Oh, the LA Kings. Ducks. Sharks. Which Sharks? The Ducks came from the Mighty Ducks. Yep, they were Disney owned at one point, too. Yep, they were. Wait, what about the Kings? Kings are in LA. Kings are in LA, the Ducks, and San Jose Sharks. I thought it was Sacramento Kings. Is that not a thing? Basketball. That's basketball. Oh. Shit, okay. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's how little I know about sports. How about basketball free throws? You guys good at those? Shaq's I don't not. Understand. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see, like, like I just don't see how, like, every single pro player at least does that, like, almost 100%. Like, I almost feel like you have no business playing basketball if you can't hit almost every free throw. Like, while not... You know, not nobody's in your face or anything. You just like you're just up there. You can dribble as long as you want. You can plan it out and shoot it. I mean, what factors into that? Well, that's the big problem. I got a problem with with basketball and why I don't watch it. Generally, at least on the pro level, is you've just got big men that stand under the bucket and can score, and you call them superstars. People like Shaq, right? Mm-hmm. But you actually make them shoot the ball. They can't shoot it. Right. Well, so, Shaq very famously can't. Right. Hit free throws. And he's not the only one. Anthony Davis is another one, isn't he? Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of like, them, actually. Yeah, like who just has just, like a pulse? They stand, they're, they're big dudes. They stand under the bucket and, and they score a lot of points because you can't defend them without fouling them. You foul too many times throughout the game. Too. But they, they you, know? you know, there was an AD. Rule it was what foul AD just so he Anthony Davis just so he'd go to the line because he knew he'd miss. Well, that was hack a shack. Well, that was hack a shack too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we uh, when I was in high school, I mean, we were you know we kind of kind of looked at free throws as hey they're easy too. But what we started doing, our gym coach, our gym teacher. And our basketball coach started putting us on blocks at the free throw line. Like you get used to shooting them at your angle, but it's actually harder to make them the taller you get. Mm-hmm. The angle is that much different. For so, I don't know how all the I don't know the math and all of it, but when we they put us to like seven, eight feet tall, it was like you couldn't, Matt. You know, you could sit there for two days and you 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 wouldn't make half of them. Can't explain it. But you put us back down where our height is. The shorter people can actually make more free throws than the taller people. Don't know why. 
I just thought it would have been because of your memory muscle just from that angle. So, well, and that's what we thought too, but we did it for like a week straight. I mean, just constantly just playing with this. And I mean, we, we all try to set it like seven foot or seven, five, somewhere in there, you know, cause everybody has a different height, but it was just, it was weird. It was, I mean, so I got, had, I got two things on that. Free throws a day. I got two things on that. Right. So there, there's, there's two schools of thought, and, and, and they both come to my head as a non-basketball guy, right? First of all, I'm small, and second of all, I'm white. Um, and I can't jump. I, I, I am the movie. Um, white man can't jump. Right. Um, but, so, first of all, when shooting a basketball, it's all about the arc, right? And the arc of the ball helps it go into the basket. As well as the arc of the ball, if you miss, you know, <coughs> it can hit the rim, bounce up, and go in, right? Because right. of the arc. If you're taller, you don't have as much arc, okay? So you're, yep. you're almost firing the ball straight ahead at, at the basket yeah. when you kind of think of it. Because maybe you're, you know, six seven six eight on a 10-foot rim, but you've got that ball, and by the time you're releasing over your head, right, you're higher than your six, seven, or whatever, so now you're, you're firing the ball straight at it. That's one school of thought of why that would be the case that it would be harder. The second school of thought is you're a goddamn professional. You've been doing this your whole life. You've been that tall since high school. How come you haven't perfected this yet? Because all they're worried yeah, about is slam dunking the ball. <laughs> yeah, you find a way to make it work for you, you know? Yeah, like 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 Tony said, muscle memory. Like you get like no matter what your your issue is, like if you do it professionally, like I, I shouldn't feel like I'm watching like uh like I was playing the other night and there was a basketball game on and I just kept looking at it and I'm like, this guy kept going off of the line, it must be the guy you mentioned, I don't know. And like he kept going for the line, it just seems like they kept sending him up there because he misses. And I shouldn't be playing guitar, like focusing on a man at work song. And still be able to think, holy fuck, I would make more of these shots, you know. And I'm yeah. and I'm playing a guitar in a bar, and I'm not on fucking NBA. Mm -hmm. Like literally, I haven't touched a basketball in like two years. I, I'm sure I'd have a better fuck. I'd better odds of. I'd have better than him, the game that I was watching. But we That's keep making fuck. a list of like what we're gonna do when we do one of these live. Free throws might have to be one of them as well. Yeah, we well, might have to have a list. free throw contest between the four of us when we, we all get together and do a live show. Um, might have to invite some of our fans to to get in for, you know, a prize. But like, we got bowling now. We got free throws, golf. Uh, you name it. We got it. Wrestling man. We, <laughs> we have to have like a bowling episode like and a, and a free throw basketball episode. You could even just remote in, like, get the videos ready for the next time we want to talk about it. Be like, here's my 10, you know? Well, well, here's you a know? good thought. Here's a good thought. What, what, when we decide to do a live show all together, everybody together, and, and I don't know if Dustin's going to make it, but Justin, July 4th weekend, I got a conglomerate coming to my house. Might be the opportunity to do it. Oh yeah. Um, we could possibly do it. It, it. You know, Dustin's the furthest. I'm on. Um, I'm on the fence. Fourth of July weekend is pretty 
tight for me here. I light fireworks off for our fans at the, our Hadley-based baseball games. We're trying to work something out, but we don't know what's going to well, happen. Well, Tony does try to blow us up here, too, so we will have a fireworks show. Well, I might be able um, to teach him something. Yeah. <laughs> so that would be a, like a good one. I'm one guys, though, in this. We, so we, could have, you know, we, we could have a Roman candle fight. If we had that, um, but <laughs> what are we turning into jackass? <laughs> um, but here's, 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 here's the big thing, right? What would everybody out there listening to us like to see us do when the four of us finally get together? And I'm wondering how could they tell us how to do that, Dustin? I believe it's. Backtalk us at gmail.com. B A C C talk us at gmail.com. And Tony, if they do that, and you can tell us what that is again, but if they do that, what's going to happen and what could they possibly get? Who are you talking to? Tony. Tony. Oh, sorry. You guys froze for a moment. I didn't hear my name. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get this I was like, only one talking to me. I thought he said that. Uh, no, they're going to get Andy's yeah. shirt. So if you do, you know, give us some comments or whatever. You could also win one of the lovely t-shirts that Andy is wearing right now. A tits up t-shirt. A model. Tits up t-shirt. And how would they win that? Justin. Me? Yeah, I'm seeing if you guys are paying attention. Yeah, yeah. I just, you, you, there's a Dustin and Justin, and like, I just wasn't sure. But you, I only said me because I knew you asked Dustin the first question, so you wouldn't go back to him. So how would they um, win one anyway. of these fabulous t-shirts? Uh, they should email us, um, backtalk us. It's B-A-C-C talk us at gmail.com. And uh, they should tell us what we should do if we ever get together live in the same room. Heck yeah, that's. Uh... I don't know. I, you know, I don't know if I want to hear this from these fans. Who knows what they're gonna make us try to do? Well, I... let's just try to come up with. Let's just try to come up with all the worst ones, so we're not surprised. And then they feel less original bringing it up. What do you think? I mean, Clearly, somebody's going to tell us. But in a way, it, it'd be, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's going to be an orgy. There's going to be a, you know, uh, take one, who, who takes the yeah. worst one for the team. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> who, takes, who, who, who takes the dildo the deepest? Yeah. You know, yeah. But Justin, you'd bot. like that, wouldn't you? Me? Yeah. Well, it's just good to know that, you know, you're good at other things. You know, it's good to find <laughs> that stuff out. All I know is that sounded like a good song. You should write a song about, about that. What? Who takes a Ro dildo the deepest? Throat <laughs> <Wrote> or butt. <laughs> the first dildo's the deepest. <laughs> the first dildo's the deepest. That's all that went to my mind was that song. The first cut was the deepest of the end. Yeah, we're going to be the next, you know, Peanut Butter Playground's going to end up being, a, you know, the next Weird Al Yankovic. I can play some awesome drums if you need me to. 
I always thought it'd be a good idea since since Weird Al already did the parody thing. You you, you change it slightly, and this will still work for us. You make it Dirty Al, you know, oh. instead of Weird Al. Mm-hmm. Then you just yeah. take all these songs and you make them as dirty as possible, because Weird Al doesn't really curse. <laughs> But you don't call it Dirty Al. You still call it Peanut Butter Playground. We got to reunite. Oh yeah. So that's 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 me calling on that's call me calling on Kopi and Brown and and the guy who fucking we don't know his name. He's probably like in uh, Creed or something. Yeah, probably. Probably one of those guys. You never know. Yeah. Oh, he's the lead. It's the fucking lead singer of Marcy's Playground. It is, dude. It is, totally. Totally stole our kind of fucking like shit. He was I hanging don't... around downtown by himself. Dude, I don't... I wasn't, like, drinking or smoking back then, so, like... I don't remember this guy. Maybe I was just too enthralled with the chicks at that time. I didn't notice dudes. I didn't know we had some dude in our fucking band. Like, what the fuck? Oh... Dude, he was on the wings with us. Like, he played, like, a couple people before us. He's like, he's like, can I play with you guys? Can I just jam? I don't even, like, I, I don't even know if it was more than that. You might have did, been already, Did we like, do anything besides jam? He got up there to jam. He had an electric guitar, and I think Kopi or somebody said, hey, you know the key of blah, blah, blah. Can you noodle in that? Or he said that. He's like, just tell me what key the song's in. Fucking noodle. Usually, when I hear uh, noodle, that means, like, I got a chick and we're right. noodling. You know? I A lead player, mostly a harmonica or guitar, will be like, what key is the song in? And then he knows he can just kind of... Wherever, like, it seems like somebody's not singing. So and that's, that's what we noodling? did with him. Yeah, he, he noodled over it, you know? he was, he was was uh, Maybe I'm thinking of canoodling. Canoodling, yeah. Well, he was trying to canoodle with girls in our group. So why did so. we have him if he was trying to canoodle my girls? Because um, they wanted to canoodle him. He was just like being like new and mysterious. He wasn't doing anything wrong. Because you needed I, your wingman in this case. You needed to get rid of Amazon. Well, I was canoodling yes. the I was canoodling the girls I didn't know. So I mean, I guess it's all right. Exactly. Well, I only tried to canoodle the girls I knew when we weren't on a retreat. Right, right. Any I port mean, in a storm. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't bring sand to the beach. So, you know? I'm just, I'm just wondering what these people are going to email us. I'm wondering if we're going to have to run a race, like, like, and just not stop, kind of like Forrest did. Yeah, well, I was saying, we talked about how we always begin our shows. This is how we always end our shows. Let's go. <laughs> Must be time to go, guys. Must be time to go. Unless, unless Justin's got something else for us. Yeah, you had something else, else didn't you? On the way out, I just want to know what you guys do in the summertime. Do you, just, do you do something in the summertime months every year that you look forward to? You've got any plans coming up? Any, uh, any spontaneous shit that you're going to do for the first time? Let me know. So I got a big think? thing that's coming up. I do have a big thing, and I need to give a shout-out, too. Not that big, Andy. Calm down. Uh, uh, that's in my pants. Um, but right. I, I, gotta, I do have to give a shout-out, and I've got a big thing coming up. In it, and during this big thing, I'm going to be not only promoting um, BACC, which anybody who knows me, and, and you guys will get to know me, 
more as this goes on, but uh, BACC is me. BACC actually means my household family members, right? So BACC is Brendan, Andy, Christina, and Chase. That's a trivia question for you folks out there. Who wants a t-shirt? How could they get it's a t-shirt? The answer the answer the 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 trivia question, Dustin. They can email us at backtalkus at gmail.com. That's right. So answer the trivia question. Trivia question is what is BACC? But I'll be promoting uh, BACC, which is BACC Charities, okay? We, we do a lot of charity work. I know we like to get on here and have a lot of fun, right? We have a lot of fun, but we do charity work on top of it with uh, BACC Charities. Um, you can go to BACCCharities.com. Uh, one of the big things we did, which you heard on the last episode that was dropped, was uh, Dean Webb and his... Um, you know, military and, and what BACC did for him and his PTSD. Um, BACC is also back barbecue, which in the mail dropping this week is something going to a special winner, uh, wife of one of our, our hosts here, um, won some BACC merchandise. Uh, that's been going to Dustin's wife now. Uh, but back barbecue. Um, that's what I like to do, Justin. I like to barbecue uh, during the summer. But the big thing I got coming up is I will be going to Nashville Super Speedway here um, and watch, seeing the NASCAR race. I will be meeting up with my good buddy, Jeff McConey, um, who uh, anybody in the iRacing world, and you better be on the lookout in the real racing world here now is McConey Setup Shops, and Jeff McConey is coming through. They are the top-notch setup shop in iRacing, and they're doing so much in, in the real racing world now. Um, but that's Jeff McConey, and he just sponsored our Vets race for tonight and is going to give a sponsorship to our race winner. But you can see here, you're going to watch that race here on Back Sports. Uh, but I'll be meeting up with Jeff, and we'll be uh, perusing the NASCAR peoples with backtalk and stuff. So that's what I'm looking at. No, it was long-winded, so I'll let you other guys go. Dawson, I guess what for, you got this summer? I guess for me, I I work at my local track, and run me and my wife run our broadcast, so I'm on the board of there now. So that takes up a lot of my time in the summer. I mean. The kickoff, the, it, to end the summer, we go down to Boone, Iowa for Boone National Super, IMCA Super Nationals. Um, great event. That was our first time we've ever been there was last year. Um, we've had Four horsemen at Boone. <laughs> we had so much fun there. We went down for two or we went down for three days and we're, plan we're hopefully planning on getting down there for the whole week. It starts Labor Day weekend and it goes all the way through the next weekend. It was by far the best experience at a racetrack I've ever had. Over a thousand cars show up for this event. Um, it's such a good time. That's that's the highlight of my summer. Um, to end the summer, I mean, the highlight of the summer is race or working on my local track, going to every racetrack I can. Dirt, asphalt. Never been to an asphalt track, so that's on my bucket list. 
but you know we do a lot of dirt racing around here in minnesota and but the boone nationals if anybody loves dirt racing that is the place to be labor day week get out there check it out there's always some fun shows at night if you guys want to check that out. So, so Dustin, but, I was going to go there, right? If we if we got the four horsemen of back talk together at Boone National, we could probably have a tit contest. Am I wrong? Oh, no. There's some, there's some nice titty contests there every night. <laughs> Pretty much every night they do a wet t-shirt contest, and it's not just t-shirts. So, um, great time there um like i said anybody that wants to go check out awesome racing you can always check them out on imca racing or imcatv.com um they hold the event you can pay one fee all the way across i'm just giving out their plug because they do a lot for me i do a lot for them as well but um it's by far the best dirt racing event i've ever been to um saturday night is the climax of it and they start three wide 15 rows deep on this track and most races go green all the way through because that's, that's the best drivers on IMCA. shit tony when you reached your climax were you three wide 15 rows deep <laughs> yeah i definitely was <laughs> no i mean it was kind of long-winded like andy there but that's that's my summer i mean i work at my track we go to every racetrack we can, uh, watch our local Hadley team, uh, just uh, five miles away from us, grew up in Hadley. Um, amateur baseball is huge in Minnesota. There's a lot of teams, and if you make it to state, it's a big thing. So that's a big thing when it comes into August at that point. But, you know, just hanging out with friends and family is the big thing on that. I mean, that's what everybody needs to do. It's the best medicine anybody could ever have. Um, just having fun and never know what's going to happen next tony what do you got what's your big thing this summer nothing. or what do you look forward to in the summer <laughs> not, nothing. Not, not trying to hit that not trying to hit that hole in one that you're always after yeah he's got he's going on the fucking he's going on the golf trip i was banned for banned from for uh kicking dude's ass yep i am doing that so yeah i have the golf trip coming up this summer um, I do play a lot of golf in summer. Um, one goal is, you know, always to beat Andy, which will never happen because I swing on the wrong side of the ball, as he always says. So, but do you ever even come goes. close to beating me? No. I do occasionally, but it never happens. Um, so what's your what's your uh, hole like? What's your uh, eighteen hole like stroke record? Record? What's your best round? That's what I'm trying to say there. That you've ever hit. What's Gosh, your best round you've ever hit? Or what's your average, I guess, is what I should say. What what do you what what's your goal? Oh my average, well I my average sucks, so I'm way up there. I ain't even gonna lie. He's a triple digit. I've done it yeah, I've done a ninety six, so I mean that's my best round, which sucks, but still, you know, hey. It's alright for me. I average around that area. So. Andy? I have shot a seventy seven. And in my, nine holes. In nine holes, everybody. And, yeah, no, <laughs> no. I, I, shot, I did shoot a 77. It was uh, weird, weird, because I didn't know I was doing it, right? You know how many times you're you're in in the game and you, you're like, oh, I got to get this. Because usually, you know, 90 is what I'm shooting for because it's bogey golf. 
Um, And I had no idea I was that low until hole 18. And hole 18, actually, I looked at the scorecard and I go, if I par this, I par the back nine. The worst thing you can do is add up your score while you're golfing, so you're doing the right thing there. Yeah. So I just, you know, I mean, I was just out there playing, and then next thing you know, I, I you know, banned from next year because I kicked dude's ass. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> so, Tony, what else besides a golf trip are you looking forward to this summer? Um, catching some baseball. Uh, me and the son, we go to a couple games a year, so, um, and now I have the granddaughter. She's growing up and actually running around doing stuff. So I get to spend more time with her now that she actually talks to me. Because I guess I'm just, you know, very looking and didn't want to talk to anybody. That's how most people, so, call, you know, say I am. I'm just. So now I'm confused. He what? said granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. He just went to the spank bank because he's trying to have kids. Oh, man. I shouldn't have mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> So you could actually have a kid that's younger than your grandchild. (laughs) And if you ask him, that's the plan. Well, (laughs) just saying this, there is a, there's a family that lives in our area that did the same thing. So nothing wrong with it. You do what you got to do, buddy. Justin, (laughs) what do you got going on this summer? What's, what's your big, big shindig? Uh, I have a pretty big, uh, live appearance that's happening in august um although other than that i don't really like the beach um there is a house in south carolina i might get to at some point but uh you know who knows it's rented out a lot so um nothing really kind of like uh tony i don't do much differently uh so what's this big gig heat. you're playing let's let's hear about that august 9th august 9th probably is going to be a super hot day I'm playing down at the waterfront, basically, of Gloucester City. So you're kind of splayed against the um, Walt Whitman Bridge. Um, nice uh, nice place. Uh, they do concerts there every Tuesday throughout the summer, every other Tuesday. So they got me to open up for somebody. And the person I'm opening up for, Duo, and I looked them up and they worked with, like, Bowie and shit. So no, no small thing. Who are you opening up for? Duo. I can't remember. Yeah, a duo. Just a duo. It's a duo of somebody, but it's not the name. Yeah. Right. Now I'll look <laughs> it up for you real quick. The city. So what you're saying is, is 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 the four horsemen of Backtalk need to ascend on Gloucester City on August what? August 9th. Rogers and Butler. I'm opening up for. Hmm. Oh. Isn't that cool? Rogers and to... Butler. Look. Like the three of us could have a fucking show while you're playing and make fun of you and shit. You should. You definitely should because I'm worthy of that. <laughs> well, it sounds well, like we all have some pretty fun summers planned. Anybody yeah, else yeah. Go- That's- anybody else going on a big run at all or run forest run? Run. Run forest run. <laughs> I don't think I could run coast to coast. I'd probably die. I think Tony would too. I think we all would. I mean, talk shit. Tony's John don't work. Back to the John. <laughs> ah, John. 
I love I'm it. Start using that around here, people are gonna look at me like I'm crazy. You need mm -hmm. to start. You, we need to bring the John full circle around the country now. So we want everybody out there using John, and we're gonna use it 1,200 times in, uh, uh, a show now. How's that? <laughs> we're gonna uh, use it definitely at least once. So Andy, are you gonna keep the counter for 12? Yeah, times? yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna so. put up a John counter for next week. <laughs> well. I think on that, John. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's been a John. pleasure to all our listeners. It's been a pleasure. Shout outs today. Brad Hunt. Jeff McConey. McConeysetupshops.com. Hey, check him out. He's got some cool shirts. Go buy a fucking shirt. Because he's doing a lot for, for the veterans of TDR. Um... So go buy a McConey setup shop shirt. Why not? He's going to be big in iRacing. Get one now. Or he's going to be big in NASCAR. Get one now before he can't. So uh, get that. Um, Tony, do we have uh, results of your swimmers? No. I mean, I, I have, like, results, but they don't mean a thing because I don't understand them. So I actually haven't talked to the doctor yet. So hopefully this week. So I guess maybe I can update next week. All right. Dustin, last words, buddy. Uh, just everybody have a great Memorial Day weekend. And we cannot wait for the next show. And hope you guys enjoyed this one. And like I said, everybody have a safe and happy Memorial Day weekend. And have fun with your family and friends. And thanks to all the veterans out there. Tony, last words. Yeah. Um, you guys, you know, you've been great to us, you know, with all your support we've had so far. We appreciate everything you guys have been doing for us, you know, downloading, checking us out on the YouTube, listening to the podcast. Um, yeah, just make sure you send our, your thoughts, your comments. It doesn't matter whatever you guys think. Just send it to backtalkus at gmail.com and, yeah, put it in. Win that T-shirt. Justin, you had a lot of big things today, so... Uh... What do you got? Last thoughts, buddy. Hey, uh, yeah, check out uh, It's Thursday show on YouTube. Uh, it's a show I've been doing since 2013. I'm going to ask Dustin to say a number between 1 and 42. 23. 23? Yep. 23. All right. Well, that episode will be available to watch on It's Thursday show if you, if you look that up on YouTube. It's Thursday show. And thanks for listening, everybody. And what everybody else said, backtalkus at gmail.com if you want to send us anything whatsoever, especially if it's related to all the stuff we already asked you to email us for. Like, what should the four of us do to each other in a room? <laughs> I don't want to even sound right to ask. There's not even any right that you sound right. Well, it's already going to be like dirty. I want to be in the yeah. back of that line. <laughs> we want to hear how raunchy our, our fan base is. Um, and speaking of that, I am working on it. And one last thing I want you to email us. Yes or no? I am working on getting some of these only fan girls to come on and do an interview. You want to see that? Let me know at backtalkus at gmail.com. Let us know. Do you want to hear from these only fan girls why they've got an only fans or... Well, you know, whatever. So let us know. On that note, 
Guys, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate everybody. Brad Hunt, Jeff McConey. Thank you, Dustin, Tony, and Justin. I can't wait to see you guys until next week. Everybody, uh, good Memorial Day. I'm not sure Sir Memorial Day is happy, um, but uh, have a good, safe holiday and tits up. Tits up.